Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. <laughs> So, I mean, after you told me yesterday that it was like around the 15th is your kind of last day to start sending stuff out, I made sure this morning I got up, I fed the cat, and then I went to the postal uh, whatever service or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the postal whatever you call it. Yeah, whatever you send letters. The post office? Yeah, there you go. The post office. <laughs> and I did get some letters out. They okay. Said, they would say they'd at least be there by Thursday or Friday. So I, I think like, it was oh. packages. Like the, the deadline was December 15th to ensure it would be there by Christmas. But yeah, I'm definitely not sending any of those. But I, I just still like the last minute there was still like there's a long line people uh trying to get their packages out and even with that comes like um other things and my mom she texts me uh over the weekend and it was kind of like a please call me and when i'm like oh oh what's going on i call you what did i do and then i call her and she goes okay um for your visit what kind of cookies do you want oh my gosh you are so babied she loves you she just wanted to make sure she was like cooking like for like my brother and then she will also like bake for like his co workers and stuff like that and so she said you know do you want like the the powdered like the white ball ones I'm like yeah those are good she's like the Reese's uh, peanut butter ones do you like the I, I love those you, ones I cannot like, believe this like my parents are like okay <laughs> when you get here we're gonna take stuff out of storage and we're gonna do some work <laughs> oh man I'm, uh, this is way different well, yeah. I'll bring you some cookies how about that Thanks. it's McCabe and Jenny with the all new afternoon mix and you might be wondering why this is called who's the bobo head because they wouldn't approve who's the m- who's the the bobo head. And today, Jenny, I think you are one big bobo head. I you always know. think you're a bobo head in the cave. <laughs> I mean, you're missing out when you get to like go to a Christmas tree lot. You get to walk around. You get to find the perfect tree. You're with some family. You're with some friends. Then you get to take it home. You throw it in the back of your truck or strap it on your car and then uh, and then put it up. And, just, and then you have that nice smell in your apartment of a fresh tree. I like artificial trees because I think, one, you're watching way too many Hallmark Christmas movies <laughs> where it always seems like a great idea and it turns into a family brawl. The kids are arguing over which tree that they want, and it's way harder to chop down and haul to your car to get home. Just save money every year. You've got that fake tree in your little storage unit, and then you put it up every year. Yeah, but how just boring is that? Your, your <laughs> fake tree is what? your fake tree is locked away every year. You never see it again. You never say hi to it. It's just collecting. What do you dust. do with the real tree? You throw it away. Yeah, you even throw more it depressing. away. You throw it away. You get rid of it. It's done for the holidays. You vacuum. You're good to go. All right, your tree. You. <laughs> put and then you have to put in boxes somewhere you probably have to like take it to a a, 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 a in-laws house or something pack it away and it's just <laughs> there's a lot of work when it comes to like having the fake tree and then keeping it uh you don't think getting a real tree from a christmas tree farm is a lot of work i think the fun is decorating the tree with the family like that goes a lot more how it's planned i mean i think so but i mean look and i'm sure some of those fake trees they probably have like a certain smell to them or something but growing up when i had like we had like a real christmas tree my grandpa would always get them. I mean, it's just that smell. And I didn't mind, like, yes, the pint and the needles get everywhere on the floor, but that's fine. That's part of it. You know what? Go to Target, <laughs> grab some Christmas tree scent candles. You get your smell. But no. uh, call us up, 312-233-1019. Who's the bubble head? Do you go for the real tree or do you have a fake tree like I do? Yeah, let Jenny know. She is the bubble head. Come on. Yeah, it's right. About for that someone real who tree. doesn't like to do a lot of hard work. <laughs> I'll still put up the Christmas tree. Yeah. Aubrey, help me out here. I know you're on my side. No, it's about the bugs. Yeah, thank you. That's another great point. Those real trees are bringing in bugs. I saw someone who, they 
at a real tree, and there was a praying mantis egg sack, oh. and it gave birth to like a thousand baby praying mantises. And they were all throughout their house. That's like a Christmas miracle. What are you Ew. talking about? You know, for someone who doesn't like spiders either, they could have like a little spider. Okay, I have in never, there. out of all my years, had any bugs crawl out of the tree. I mean, this must have been like a once in a million having praying mantis in there. No, there have been multiple. And there was another couple that they had a tree and it had ticks. So oh. McCabe, you're the bobo head. <laughs> Okay, so there's some bugs in there. Maybe, Have fun sleeping with ticks in your hair. Maybe, maybe a couple of wild animals. But look, maybe, okay, when you go get your tree, you need to pay attention to what's in the tree. But aside from yeah. that, look past the bugs. It's awesome to have a real you know, tree. You're guaranteed when you get that fake tree that there's not going to be any nasty praying mantis egg <laughs> sacks in there. Gross. I have never heard of that one. That's new to me. Jesse, are you about a fake tree or a real tree? I used to be on real on a real tree, but it causes a mess, and you know you got to make sure it's perfectly standing straight up in the sand. It's not that big of a mess. Right. Well, the hardest part is getting it to stand straight in the uh, tree stand. That hopefully yeah. they cut it the right way. That's the biggest pain. Or you just me. balance it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. Sorry, McCabe, you're the bobo head. <laughs> Mike, what about you? Oh, I do like the real tree. Thank you. But oh. I, I, but, uh, but I like them both. I, I kind of not getting you, McCabe. You will go out and hunt and chop down a tree and bring it home, but yet you won't go to the store to go get food for a dish to pass at the holiday party. Well, okay, look, I didn't say I would actually go and cut it down. I would gladly ride with the person and, like, point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> watch someone else do the work. Yeah. He's right. like the experience no, no, of grabbing a beer it. after I'm we're done. I'm thinking, oh, wait, you'll go out to the woods or a tree farm and go chop down a tree, but you won't run the jewel to go pick up a small dish at the holiday party. I feel like I can help pick out the perfect tree, but when it comes to my cooking, you don't want that at the company potluck. <laughs> Let him know, Michael. He's the bobo head. Oh, there's, there's, there's no <laughs> doubt. Dude, I mean, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, finally, I think there's an office contest that I can actually win because yesterday it was about it was about a cookie um, cookie off. It's a cookie baking contest. Cookie baking contest. <laughs> Tomorrow <laughs> is a potluck. Yeah. And then um, I think this is like the only other challenge day. The uh, well, part. there was a secret Santa, but you missed that deadline. Yeah, so. I was late on that. Yeah, it looks like you might be able to win this contest. I look. I made the rounds earlier before work. I checked out all the other like you know ugly Christmas sweaters. There weren't that many like ugly ones. Yeah, that's why I think you can win this because no one showed up because they all work remotely. So you're up against like four people. This is great. This is why I'm so glad that I wore this hoodie and, and got dressed up today because up for grabs um, for me, like I'm super excited about but, it. But we should say it's the ugly sweater contest day. Yeah. We haven't. Ugly. We didn't lay that out. Oh, it's the it, ugly holiday sweater contest it is the ugly for today. Ho- yeah, for today. That's uh, Jenny. My name is McCabe. We're the Afternoon Mix. And I, yeah, again, I think my odds are pretty good today. Um, and up for grabs, tickets for like the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Like, Which is your dream. It has been my dream ever since a kid. I've just always wanted to see like, like a rock show to some holiday music. And I feel like I'm, I have a really good chance this. Like, if someone comes in here and throws on like an ugly sweater last minute to try to get in, 
I don't think that should be, you can count that. Look, I'm looking at our Instagram. I saw what Chris and Nikki from the morning mix were wearing. I saw Lisa Allen's uh, ugly sweater. I think you're the winner. The uh, bad news is this show you're not going to be around for. Wait a second. The Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Is yeah, so a... I noticed that the tickets were oh, no. for the 28th and you are visiting family for the holidays. Oh, so you put in all that effort. The one time I decide to wear this and walk to work in an ugly Christmas sweater and I have the odds they were, they were in my favor. The hood is even the tree topper. It is. I am a, I am a human Christmas tree. I've been... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Walking around like a bobo head <laughs> this entire time thinking maybe, hey, I'm going to walk away with these tickets. But no, yeah, you're right, Mike. I got to hang out with family. Well, uh, you know, we can celebrate you giving away your tickets if you do win. I really if you do, you're, you're, okay, you're really kind of, you know, uh, putting my hopes up because you're acting like I won the grand prize already. I haven't even won. We need well, to- I have a very strong feeling because I looked at the competition, all three of them. And uh- <laughs> all three. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so my odds are pretty good. We're going to go find one of our bosses and see if we can get down to like who is the grand prize winner for today's ugly sweater right. Christmas party. I'm rooting for you, McCabe. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny. The Afternoon Mix Deal Breaker Drama. Yeah, we want to know about them. The good, the bad, the ugly. Maybe you have some holiday deal breakers coming up. Uh, 312-233-1019. You can always text or call in. And this is from Jasmine who texted in and she said, I went on a first date with a guy over the weekend. He talked about some serious deep stuff on the first date. Total deal breaker. Ooh, I bet it's like past deep trauma or like if you talk about, you know, some really dark history, that might be a bit much on a first date. Well, I mean, look, the first date, don't you kind of want to like ease into things? Like I understand if you hit it off with someone and then at some point you're going to start opening up about, uh, I don't know if it's going to be past relationships or something that's happened, maybe something you just want to get off your chest. But like if you're just sitting there splitting some nachos, <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, hey. Hey, uh, I, I didn't realize we were gonna, I thought we were going to play beer pong. All of like, a sudden, they're sobbing. Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> people are going to think we're breaking up. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, getting that, that personal on, on a first date. I don't know. I would think maybe the, the third or fourth date is when you start, you know, getting into the serious, serious stuff. Well, it could be attractive to someone like, wow, they really want this for the long haul. So they're trying to, I guess, air out their grievances in advance. If I did that, everyone would like run from the hills within the first 15. <laughs> minutes of my date. It's called trauma dumping. Uh, there's a term for it. And I had no... I, what? I have never heard of that. Yeah, you never heard... I literally... 
kind of did it when I first met you, McCabe, because we didn't know each other. And when you get stuck in a studio for like seven hours a day with someone, yes. you're going to have to like. Oh my God. I remember all those stories. But you Trust also me. prompted those questions. So it's kind of your fault as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, would that be a deal breaker? You go on a first date and they're kind of drama dumping, to- talking about some serious deep stuff. Yeah. Let us know. 312-233-1019. Let's help out Jasmine. You kind of had like a similar situation. Met this really nice guy and we've only been on one date, but we were able to like talk about everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. We like talked to each other for like five hours, you know, so we talked about really serious stuff and really lighthearted stuff. And then like, I haven't heard from him since. And when was the last time you two went out? A week ago. Who was the one who brought up the topics? He did or you did? He did. So I don't know what to do because like we were going to go out again and then he said his um, mom and his stepdad were in town and he, you know, I asked him how it was going and he said, oh, because you know how family is, it's just really, really tough. Mm. Which I, I get that too right now, like with the holidays and like just when you're trying to go do, I don't know, normal stuff, it's like you're holiday shopping, you're getting packages ready, you have family coming to town, you just have holiday stuff. So, I mean, it's hard to kind of do the normal dating stuff. Yeah, but that's even worse because he brought it up first and then got her to talk about it. So I wonder if he got embarrassed after the date, like, wow, I got into it way too deep and now I need some time. Or he like had a realization moment, like maybe I'm not ready to date yet because I still need to work on myself. Oh my gosh, trust me. There have been times where I like go back and read texts and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my, why? Why did I say that to this person? Like, no. Oh, and then it's in it's in written form when it's in a text message. So I can see that. Like, you hit it off. You have a great date. And then uh, you're talking about all this stuff that maybe happened in your past. I mean, regardless of what it has to do with. And then later on, a day or two, maybe you're like, oh, ah, I don't know if I should have said everything on date number one. Yeah. Would that be a deal breaker? I kind of like knowing right away um, the serious stuff. I mean, honestly, the sooner rather than later, just because I don't want to waste my time. So if I can find out right away your political views and if you do have like trauma that may affect the relationship because that just kind of helps build the relationship and I feel like I definitely view that kind of stuff within the first couple of dates. You do kind of trauma dump on the first date. I do. I definitely do because I I know that like my trauma with my mother has affected my relationships and so like I just kind of like be upfront with them like hey this happened with me and this is how it affects my relationships and I just like to be upfront with them. So what's usually the reaction from your dates um there has been like two times where i think that they were a little shocked by it i think they didn't really like it and then otherwise most of them are really cool with it and they like how open i am with it and then they understand why i do certain things because i have a lot of like self-doubt and that will affect the relationship a lot and so they like to know that right away okay well mccabe you've got a lot to dump out on your first date i don't know if they can (laughs) handle all that Would that be a deal breaker for you? I don't think it would be a deal breaker. I I think it really just depends on what it is. One of my best friends, he's like my brother, one of his last relationships, date one, and he kind of, he laid it all out. You know, his mommy issues, his daddy issues, even got arrested on their first date. What? Wait, wait a second. Did you just say he got arrested <laughs> on the first date? <laughs> yes. She wasn't turned off? She, she even picked him up, like, after the cops, like, took him down to the station and 1.30 in the morning when they told him he can leave the station and he didn't have anyone to call, he ended up, he was texting her at the time and told her that he was waiting outside the station and she actually 
went and picked him up from the station and brought him home, and there was still a date number two. McCabe, how are you still single? I don't after know. That? Like, <laughs> like, why can't McCabe find a woman, but this person gets picked up from jail by his date? By his date. Their second date is getting picked up from jail. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. (laughs) Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019MixChicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right, you can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on at 2?